Hi, this is Jeff Palmer, CEO and founder of Clean Machine Plant-Based Fitness Nutrition, and I'm really glad to be here with Sean and Alva of SoFlo Vegan. And welcome back to another episode of the SoFlo Vegans podcast. I'm your host and founder of SoFlo Vegans, Sean Russell. In this episode, we speak with Jeff Palmer, founder and CEO of Clean Machine. Also returning as co-host is our media coordinator, Alba Mendez. In this episode, we discuss Jeff's 35-year journey as a vegan, B12 and why it's important to nutrition and health, exciting research further supporting the advantages of a plant-based diet, and some common misconceptions regarding protein and other areas of veganism. This episode of the SoFlo Vegans podcast was made possible by Yellow Creative Arts and Event Center. They were kind enough to let us record at their facility. So be sure to sign up for a dance class, grab lunch from their vegan cafe, or head to Studio Z for their next exciting event. Go to yellow, Y-E-L-L-O-F-L.com for more information. Also, be sure to stick around until the end of the podcast for some special announcements and offers from our partners. So, with that being said, enjoy our conversation with Jeff Palmer on the SoFlow Vegans Podcast. You are listening to the SoFlow Vegans Podcast. And welcome back to another episode of the SoFlow Vegans Podcast. And this episode, I know I say it every episode, this is, we have an exciting episode, but this episode is especially exciting because we have a guest that has been a part of SoFlow Vegan since the very beginning. I remember our guest showing up to our events that we used to hold at the Art Serve, showing his support, and then seeing how much his company has exploded. It was big back then, but even in the last year where it has gone, we get to share that with you. I am Sean Russell, one of the hosts and founder of SoFlow Vegans, and I'm introducing our co-host and media coordinator. Hey guys, it's Alba. Welcome back to the podcast. And as always, Alba, you get the honor of introducing our special guest for this podcast. Well, to us, he's really not a guest. He's more of a friend, and it's none other than Jeff Palmer, founder of Clean Machine. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's exciting times. New discoveries in the plant-based uh, field and uh, exciting times for the explosion of the whole plant-based movement. True words. True, true words. So we have a tradition on the SoFlow Vegans podcast. Before we get into the biggest topics impacting the vegan community, the global, the local, everything in between, we like to know what is the origin of your vegan journey? Yes. So 35 years ago in March, uh, I became vegan. Um, I was suffering with uh, severe depression, attempted suicide several times, lost my mother, my father, my brother early in life, and uh, turned to alcohol and drugs like many people do, suffering from depression. And um, after almost ending my life the third time, I said, I've got to find a different answer. Um, I was a very heart-centered person, and I felt like I was living in a world that was cruel, unjust, and, and, and 
you know, this, this ethic of just being dominant over people and being controlling over people, power over people. And I wanted, I wanted to find the power with people, with nature, with the environment. And so I felt like if I don't find this answer for myself, I'm, I'm ready to leave here because I was suffering so much. Um, I had someone who walked into a bar where I was drinking <laughs> and uh, she was beaming with, with light. And I said, I just walked right up to her and I said, I want what you have. How do I get there? And literally that straight. And she said, I need to introduce you to a friend. She took me to him. He was a healer and went to his place. He opened the door. I went to walk in and he, and he blocked the doorway. I'm like, wow, that's kind of rude. <laughs> and uh, he looked right into my eyes and he said, oh, you came here to prove me wrong. And I'm like, wow, okay, let's play. What do I have to lose? I'm ready to end this all anyway. Was so he like an aura reader or something? He was a Native American healer. So, um, but he focused on people's energies and, and definitely he saw mine clear as a bell. Um, so we walked in and he, and he started talking and he said, oh, it's about your father. And my father had just died from, from alcohol abuse. Uh, and it, it was tragic for me. I was very close to my father, and I felt like he left me and abandoned me in that. And uh, he talked me back into my pain and got me to reconnect with the love that was behind all this anger I had at my father, uh, all the sadness I had at the loss. It was blocking my ability to love. Not only love him, but love anybody else, love life, connect with anything, even connect with myself and my own vitality. And when I found the forgiveness in him, when I saw his life through his eyes and saw his own suffering, I connected with that. I forgave him, but I also forgave myself, and my love just started pouring out. The heart opened back up again, and... I felt so high. I felt reconnected to self. I felt born again. And I said, oh my God, how do I give this gift to others? Uh, how do I help liberate others from pain and suffering? So I couldn't sleep. I was so energized. So I stayed up all night. And as the sun rose in the morning, I remember looking out the window and seeing that sun rising and saying, oh my God, just stop causing suffering to others. Stop eating the animals. Stop harming them. And I quit smoking, quit drinking, quit doing all drugs, and quit eating animal products that day. And never have turned back. <laughs> That's how profound an experience was for me. And not only that, I committed the rest of my life to finding ways to give back, to helping people live a life that is healthy, is compassionate, is plant-based, and to enjoy the full health benefits of fitness. So for me, I've dedicated the rest of my life to doing just that. Um, and hence why I started the career and what I'm doing now. Uh, it's a great gift when you rediscover the joys of life and can be able to share that with others and that's what I'm here to do. And I really feel like I found my purpose in that day and I'm hoping that in any small ways, I can help people discover that in themselves as well. So you've been plant-based vegan for, like you said, for the last 35 years, and you 
literally went beyond what we consider cold turkey. <laughs> yes. That included any type of uh, illegal substance, any high substances, or anything like that. But so that means that you were one of like the. I don't want to say originals because there have been people who have we know who's been 50 years and more but you have almost four decades of doing this type of lifestyle before it became the cool thing before it became the thing to do or even having all the research that we have now how did that work for you when it came to your nutrition right so i was a a biopsych major in college and i was looking at the research and one of the amazing studies that i came across in this was I was looking at a a molecule that was inhibiting uh, serotonin. Serotonin's our new mood elevator. And of course, depression, since I had broken free of it, uh, was a big field of research. And I found out that that molecule was in our food that we were eating. And it was specifically in animal foods, specifically in meat. So I was like, okay, I was also studying Eastern philosophies and things, and the laws of karma say, when you harm something else, that harm comes to you. Well, here I was in biology class looking at this molecule that is released by the animal when it's suffering and when we kill it and we eat it and it inhibits our ability to be happy. So literally you are biochemically transferring the unhappiness of the animal into your body and blocking your ability to be happy. That's powerful message. And I was like, okay, we need to go deeper on this because in psych bio, it was mostly about drugs. What drugs do you take to prevent depression, right? And I'm like, look at what we eat. Look at the whole body physiology. What's going on there? So I left school and I traveled and I worked with Buddhist monks and, and shamans, Native American shamans and people of all, and they were all coming to it from a different angle and a different way in their own cultural ways but they were coming to the same place, and that is love. It's all <laughs> love. <laughs> and, and that's that high that you can get, that experience that you can get when you extend your circle of love to a broader audience. You know, when you extend to a new friend, you feel that love. When you fall in love with somebody, you feel that love, and it feels bigger. You know, to your broader family, it feels bigger. But when you can extend that to all life on this planet, that sense of love, connection, and, and compassion is powerful. It's, you're in a family that is so much bigger at this point. And that's a beautiful experience. And that's part of what I want to share with people. I'm really, I love the science and the research. But what I was looking for is the research that validated what I felt spiritually and emotionally. <laughs> and now I really have that. Now there's a lot more research out there validating that compassion is not only good for the soul and good for your happiness, but it's good for our physical nature too as well. And before we get into the actual research and the amazing work that you're creating with Clean Machine, I want to go a little bit deeper into the concept of love and compassion. I've been having some really great conversations about this topic, even just discovered an acronym you know, that perfectly embodies that, the HEAL acronym. You know, um, first of all, it's the health, environment, animals, and then love. Now, as far as compassion, one thing that you brought up in your story is the work on yourself that you did. You know, compassion, yes, for all living beings, including yourself. How big does that inner work play Let me just talk about you. How big did the inner work play in your ability to tap into that compassion to make that shift over? 
Yeah, and, and obviously my shift came from a probably the most powerful thing we can do to get us closer to love is forgiveness. And that is letting go of the judgments that we hold towards other people, other animals. You know, we can subjugate animals because we disconnect ourselves with them. When you make a connection like you do with a pet, you have that connection, you have that bond. Now you don't want to do them any harm. It's reconnecting that. Now we need to get past our mental judgments of things. That is just a animal. That is just a person that I don't know. Those are judgments of distance. That allows us to disconnect. What we need to do is tell our minds to say, no, that is another human being that feels, heals, hurts, cries, laughs, loves, just like I do. That is another animal that does all those things as well. That's the same as me. We're all in this together. And, and we have to get past our own judgments, but that judgment is part of a process of fear. So there's two things, really. There's love going towards something and fear going away from something. And you're choosing one of those two things all the time in what you eat, in what you say, the way you think, the way you judge other people. It's all either love, I embrace you, I welcome you, or fear, I don't know you, I don't understand you, I fear you. That's it, that's it in a nutshell. Now, once we recognize that is wrong, a lot of people, when they just become vegan, they're full of anger because they've been lied to, you know? They've been told the wrong thing the whole time. They realize that they've caused an immense amount of suffering just in their food. A lot of us feel a, a huge amount of guilt and shame for our actions, and we turn that into anger and want to point it outwards. What we need to do, especially as new vegans, is look back into ourselves and find forgiveness. I am sorry I didn't understand the pain I was causing you to the animals. I'm sorry I didn't realize the nasty person I was because I was taking on these negative hormones from animals that were suffering and raising my DHT levels that caused me to be aggressive and angry. I didn't realize I was doing that to you. I need to forgive the people and forgive myself for those actions. We're, we're all learning. We're all babies here, you know? <laughs> and, and if we can forgive ourselves in that, we can open up our hearts and see forgiveness in others and not pass judgment on others for not being vegan, not being aware yet, not have opened up yet. There's a lot of fear out there. And if we can help people get past that fear in a forgiveness way, you're not wrong. What your actions are might be, but those are actions that you can change. I'm more interested in helping you make that shift than I am in judging you for what your actions are right now. And I think if new vegans can take that, God, I've been lied to, energy, and turn it back and say, Yes, the most important thing I can do for the animals is to help other people. And the way I can help other people best is by forgiving them and loving them and showing them a positive, compassionate way. So that's what I try to do in my effort and steer clear, clear of the judgment that just really springs from our own sense of guilt and shame for the, the harm that we've caused in our lifetimes. Most of, us have, most of us have not been fortunate enough to be vegan since birth. But we all have work to do on being better, to, nicer, and kinder to each other, <laughs> no matter if you're vegan or not. But And this sense of love transmitted into your bodybuilding. 
Yes. Because now you have love for your own body, what you are, you're yes. very conscious of what you put inside of your body, what yes. you're watching, what you are feeding yourself. Yes. Because in your bio that you send me, um, it says here that you are a natural bodybuilder. Yes. And for the ones who are not aware, what, is, what does that mean? Natural bodybuilding <laughs> and natural physique. And, and the reason I named my company Clean Machine, I really want to encourage people not to take the path of drugs. Um, you can do amazing things completely without any drugs or without any pro animal products whatsoever. Um, so I want to try to be the best example of that to inspire other people to say, hey, wait a minute, I don't need the drugs to do that. I can do this in a much healthier way. Steroids. Right, steroids. Or any other substance. Or HGH, or insulin, or you know all of the different drugs they use for dieting. It's all out there that you can have a very healthy and physically fit life altogether, but enjoy and reap the benefits of health, not be dying at 55. I'm 57, 57 right now. Yeah, you just had a birthday like two days ago. Yes. You know, happy birthday. <laughs> um, so what I'm saying is you can live a really long, healthy, productive life. I mean, it's amazing to me that we'll live an entire life to try to get to retirement and then half of the population is dying before they even get there or as they arrive there. It's like, well, that's where you got yourself to enjoy the rest of your life. You know, why not take the steps to do it in a healthy way and to stay physically fit? Which it seems like you've done it. How long have you been bodybuilding? So I've been a natural bodybuilder for the last 10 years off and on. And the uh, first time I took the stage, I actually won in the master's class in bodybuilding and then um, competed in physique, natural physique, um, and uh, took uh, first place and became a champion of that in master's physique as well. Sean, there's still hope for you, honey. <laughs> you need to be on the stage. <laughs> so this is... This wanting to give your body the very best, is that what led you to start Clean Machine? Yeah, so, you know, it's funny when I, I was, uh, I was raw food, raw food for completely 100% raw food for four years. And I was at a raw food uh, convention and they said, uh, you know, how do we get people to eat more raw food? And I said, okay, well, well raw food extends life, right? And we know that. And, uh, but, do people really want to extend life? If you are unhappy, you want to shorten the unhappiness. And that's subconsciously what we are doing. We are choosing food that either promotes life or quiets life, shuts it down, kills us. So think about it. Are you happy with who you are? If you're not, your, your sadness is telling you, let's shorten the pain, let's shorten the lifespan. So you're gonna choose foods, junk foods, that are unhealthy. Because we know subconsciously that's gonna bring me to a shorter life. And you want a shorter life if it's not a pleasant life. If it's a really good life, you want a longer life. So you'll do good things to the body so the body will last. So I said, we're looking at the problem the wrong way. How do you get people to eat foods that make them live long? Well, let's address what they're happy or not happy with life. And they'll want to expand that. They'll want to make healthier choices. So when I developed a company, I said, how, you know, I was working at 24-Hour Fitness, the largest gym and fitness chain in the world. And they did a, a study that said, why do people quit working out? And the number one reason was I wasn't getting results quick enough. So I said, well, how can I give them some of these amazing plants that they can experience the health benefits 
that will say, hey, wait a minute, I feel the difference of this. I can see the difference in the mirror. I'm gonna do this even more. That's what I wanna do is inspire people to take that, take these amazing plants, feel those qualities, feel what real health feels like, and make them want to do more. Because you can't tell somebody you should be eating healthier. That's not gonna work. <laughs> They've got ice cream and Burger King at every corner, right? You know, it's all over. And if you're not happy, ice cream will make you feel happier a little bit. It'll also take a little away from your life. And that serves both purposes. It gives you that immediate, quick happiness, and it shortens your life. Same with drugs. Drugs will give you that quick high, but it shortens your life. And again, you gotta ask yourself, am I really enjoying life? And if I'm not, maybe I can use the better foods to actually let me experience what feeling true health is. And maybe that will make me want to do more. So I think if we approach it that way, let's get some of these healthy foods into people, some of these extraordinary plants that promote health. Let them feel that. They'll want to change more. They'll want, to, well, what's next? You know, what can I do next? So for people listening or watching right now, explain to them what exactly is Clean Machine. We talked about the why behind it, but what is, as a company, what is Clean Machine? So with Clean Machine, we're dedicated to taking the best plants in the plant kingdom and bringing them to market where other companies won't. Why won't they do this? Why won't big companies do this? Well, most of the big companies out in the marketplace have one motivation, it's profit. Exactly, and there's nothing wrong with making profit. We all work in businesses and do jobs to make money, that's fine. But what is your motivation? So the way they do that is they find the cheapest products, right, ingredients, and then have a large profit margin so they can spend a lot of that money on marketing out there to convince you to buy their products. But you end up getting the cheapest quality product possible. And they're the best selling products out there. I wanted to shift that conversation all the way around the other direction. What if I took the most expensive ingredients, the absolute highest quality, I won't make as much. And I'm okay with that because that's who I am. But, and I won't do all that spend on marketing. I'll put all that money into the quality of the product. And when you try it, you're gonna say, wow, that's different than the other products I got. And you're gonna tell your friends about it. And they'll actually come and purchase the product. I won't make as much per product, but what we'll do is shift the conversation to saying, you know, there are companies, there are people out there doing it because they love what they're doing, because they care about giving back, wanting to really truly make uh, contribute to the population. That can be a way where you grow a company into success and it's worked for us. And I'm thankful to all the people who take the risk, who say, wow, it's a little bit more expensive, but look at what I'm getting for it. And they purchase it. Because what you're doing is supporting a business that is founded on a model of bringing the best to you when other companies won't do it. They won't do it because the ingredient cost is too much and then they won't make that big profit margin that they need for marketing. They won't do it because it takes a lot of education. You know, I talk about ahi flower being the, the, the most amazing omega-3s, but it's some real sciencey and it takes a lot of education. That doesn't fit into a nice little sound bite on a commercial, you know? It doesn't, it's not immediately intuitive to larger population who's uneducated. I don't care. I'll take the time to do the education, to do the talks and lectures around the country. 
I want to do this company differently. I want to set an example for other entrepreneurs that you can win in business doing the right thing for people. I mean, taste-wise, we've had your the products, and I happen to like them. I mean, I'm not a bodybuilder, but yes, I lift weights. <laughs> so um, for the ones who are curious, I mean, you do have, obviously, the protein powder. You have something which uh, I think one of my favorites is definitely the ahi, uh, the ahi flower oil, which it seems like it's more effective than, what, flaxseed, from what I understand. Flaxseed, it beats chia, hemp, and pretty much almost any other non-GMO plant that has a source of omega-3. So that's, that's amazing for anti-inflammatory purposes. Yes. And indeed. then you have your, um, your cell block 80, your BCAA. Can you go into that a little bit more, what BCAA is? Sure. So um, there are essential amino acids. These are the ones we have to get from food. Uh, that's why they're called essential. Um, and there are three of those essential amino acids called branch chains because they're structured chemically. Uh, they're in branched chains instead of a single chain. Um, and they have a very specific function. And one of them, uh, one of the three branch chains, leucine, there's leucine, valine, and isoleucine. Leucine is majorly responsible for triggering muscle protein synthesis. That's your body's ability of taking the protein that you eat and converting them into actual real muscle protein. For muscle growth. For muscle growth. But branch chains are also used for an energy source. When you are fasting or you are in a uh, catabolic state, right, running too much or dieting or working too strictly, like I do, working or starving so to death if you were in nature, <laughs> your body will actually break down muscle tissue, pull those branch chains out, and feed the muscle with them and, and keep your vital organs sustained by that. Now, your body can take uh, branch chain amino acids from the food you eat and use them as energy too as well. It's a backup supply of energy, but it's very quick. It skips the whole um, cycle that m normally fats and, and sugars and carbohydrates have to do. Um, so by doing that, you're actually energizing the muscle too. They've shown that your workouts can last longer. You can push yourself harder. Um, and not only that, accelerating the fat burning process, because then the body can actually go into burning more fats and using for fuel too as well. So stimulating fat loss, stimulating muscle growth, strength, and endurance, all from the branch chain amino acids. Now, you can get branch chains just by simply eating more food, but if you eat more food, you're also eating more calories. So by just adding the branch chains, one research study said, well, what if you just took the protein but just added the branch chains, and they found a 33% increase in muscle protein synthesis. Branch chains have practically no caloric load to them, so instead of eating a lot of protein and adding a lot of calories, you can reduce the amount of protein you eat, just add the branch chains, and lower your whole caloric intake. Great for keeping the body low on body fat, but also healthy in maximizing your amount of muscle growth, too. So where does, so one of the big things that always comes up when people are interested in becoming vegan is the conversation around protein. And you broke it down a little bit with the, um, your explanation just right now. But for a pullout, addressing that question specifically, where do vegans get their protein? And the funny answer is the exact same place every animal on the planet gets their protein from, and that is plants. And with all, uh, all essential amino acids, the amino acids we use to build all proteins, every animal, whether they're vegetarian or not, 
all comes from plants. Only plants can make essential amino acids. Animals cannot make them. That's why we call them essential, because we have to get them from food. We have to get them from outside the body. We cannot produce them. Plants are the only ones that produce them. They produce it from taking sunlight, combining it with glucose, and form it into amino acids, in this case, essential amino acids. So what we're doing is taking plant essential amino acids, feeding them to an animal, killing the animal, and taking its plant nutrients. Now, why are we doing that? That's insane. That's like uh, you earning money from her, and I kill you to take your money instead of earning it from her just like you do. Is that a good idea? No, it's not fair. It's, it's insanely wasteful. Why do you take those plant nutrients? And it's not only the essential amino acids, it's the essential fatty acids, it's the vitamins and minerals. All come from plants. Everything we need comes from plants, including B12. <laughs> <laughs> which we're going to get into, which is what the main reason for this podcast, which is very, very, very exciting. So B12, it is something that we need, but it's a vitamin in essence. It, it's something that scientists up to a couple of years ago thought that you can only get from animal proteins or animal or eating animals in general which we know it's not the reality now it's actually found in soil but because our environment has been so pollute, polluted, we are taking so much of minerals and vitamins away from the soil we can't get it so a lot of vegans either get it through fortified milks or products in food or they just take a supplement however the most exciting thing that we were just discussing is that it seems that there is now a plant source of B12. Yes. Yes, and that's why <laughs> you can't see him right now for the ones who are listening to us. He has this huge smile on his face, but tell us why. Yeah, and the reason I have such a big smile is because it's been the one vitamin, uh, besides D3, but obviously we can get that from sunlight. So, uh, getting here in South Florida. Yeah, it's the one vitamin that they said just you cannot get from plants. Now we know that's not true. Now that's a big thing because that's a, a stepping point. You know, a lot of people say, well, I'd switch to, be, uh, to, to plant-based, but you can't get your vitamins, so it must not be a natural diet. Now we know that's just not true. Um, so B12, right, B12 actually doesn't come from soil, it comes from bacteria living in soil. Right, correct. Now that bacteria doesn't not have to be in the soil. That bacteria can be actually on the fruit, it can be in the air, it can be on anything. Now we know that. Um, through fermentation process, if you leave a banana out, it will ferment. There's actually microbes actually fermenting that process. And B12 is produced through ferm bacterial fermentation. Now how does it get inside the plant? <laughs> so plants have this symbiotic relationship, right? They uh, put roots in the soil so that they can get their nutrients out of the soil. But it's very hard for the plants to even do that process. What they do is depend on bacteria and fungus that live in the soil to break down those materials and make them bioavailable for the plant so it can pull them up into the plant. So it's a symbiotic relationship that allows that. And that's in the soil. So the plant, in order to create that symbiotic relationship, creates amino acids and sugars and sends them down to the root and pushes them out into the soil, and then the bacteria are attracted to it, eat that. So the plant is actually feeding the bacteria, and in return, the bacteria is breaking down the nutrients around and making them available for the plant. So they're feeding each other. What a beautiful thing. <laughs> 
But what about a plant that's floating around in the water? How is it going to reach that bacteria? If it's not in soil where it's planted and stay and can attract the bacteria over, how do they connect? Well, the plants, the water plants, have figured out a symbiotic relationship where they take up the bacteria and create these little endoplasts, little homes, basically, for the bacteria to live in. Yeah, little, little condos, little bacteria condos inside the plant so they can do the synthesis for them. Now that's a, called an endosymbiotic relationship where the a host has actually pulled up the, the uh, symbiote uh, uh, to do that, their thing inside the plant. So fortunately for our product, Lentine, we actually use the whole plant. The, the flower, the stem, the root, the leaf, everything. We pull the whole plant in and it's a whole food product, a true whole food product. Uh, not just a part of the plant, but the whole plant, and <laughs> nothing but the plant. And, and with that, we pull in all that bacteria that has the uh, B12 in it. Obviously, we flash steam it so it kills the bacteria, so it's not harmful for humans to eat, but that B12 is still present there. So wait a minute, you're saying that this source of B12 is from an aquatic plant an called aquatic. lentine. Yes. So if I remember correctly, lentine, and again, I'm not a horticulturist, but I was reading about this, is also known as duckweed, yep. water lentil, yes. and mankai. But lentil, yes. like a, a regular lentil that we're used to? Yeah, it's called water lentil because if you took a green lentil bean and, and floated it right on the water, that's what it would look like. It looks like a tiny little lily pad. But it's not a lentil. It has nothing to do with lentils. So don't get that confused. Okay. It has nothing to do with lentil soup, dal, any of that. Because I see people, oh, I just got to eat more dal. And I'm like, no, it's <laughs> different plants altogether. This one lives only in water. And uh, yeah, but it, it's grown in fresh ponds and lakes all around the world. So a lot of people say, well, why don't I just go out and get some from my pond or lake? And here's the reason why. Um, Lentine, the, the, the plant, it's called Wolfia globosa, is the actual technical genus Latin species. Name, yeah. yeah. Um, but the duckweed, actually, when it, it is the fastest growing plant in the world, faster than bamboo. Um, it can double its size in 48 hours. Yeah, it's tremendous. Now, scientists have, are amazed by this because it is such a nitrogen producing machine. Nitrogen or amino acids. So it produces amino acids faster than any plant we know of and why it's the highest in essential amino acids and branch chains of any plant in the world that we've researched so far. So it's also higher in nutrient density. That means it's sucking up all the nutrients from its source so efficiently and effectively because it grows so fast. That makes it the most nutrient-dense plant in the world, the number one superfood, higher than moringa, spirulina, all of them. Just amazing, higher than kale, spinach. It's phenomenal. But Harvesting them from a body of water that is polluted means it's also pulling up that. So how do you safely consume it? We, uh, the growers of Lentine, actually grow it on an enclosed pond, a man-made pond that has a water wave go through it and it starts it out as a spore and by the time it reaches the end is a full-grown plant, goes up and is flash steamed and cold pressed and powderized. So it goes from the pond to powder within a matter of less than an hour. So the scientists are controlling? The 100% of the process. Okay. That makes it 
that makes it safer because it's not like you can just like you said you can't just pick right. it up hey hey there is my b12 let me go ahead and eat it right off the pond and you don't know what because you don't in that pond correct now a good thing about that they've shown that just by putting it on a, a polluted body of water just within about five generations it can completely Clean decontaminate the water interesting wow. <laughs> so how did you get involved in this like how did you know that this there could have been a b12 like so I had theories about this. I've been studying the root systems and endogenous things. And I know that, you know, in our modern uh, farming practices, we've put in fungicides and herbicides and stuff, and it's, it's wiped out the soil, the microbes in the soil, both the fungus and the microbes in the soil. I watched an amazing documentary when they took and actually added those fungus and microbes to the soil. The plants, like if you see a plant grown in dead soil and you see a plant, they're like this in the same amount of time. This size in dead soil, this size, because it's getting so much more nutrition because it's got that relationship where the bacteria and the fungus are actually feeding the plant all that it needs. So you get super growth. Look, farmers, if you're out there, please, let's get back to the natural environment. You can double, triple, quadruple your output of your food. You can make more profits for yourself by doing the right thing. The, the produce that you have will be healthier, higher in nutrition, and you'll get a lot more produce per square foot of land. It's a win for everybody. It's a win for the soil. It's a win for the plants. It's a win for our nutrition. I mean, come on. We've got to start thinking like this. Get back to nature. It's a win-win for everyone. And, and that's and you brought up a good point in that call to action there. There are a lot of farmers that are reaching out to vegan organizations, our plant-based organizations, looking at how to diversify or how to switch over from animal agriculture to uh, more sustainable and what it's looking like, potentially a more profitable yes. um, crop. So I'm glad that you said that. So, um, in, so basically, with your product that you have, yeah. it looks like you've done a lot of research into uh, the plant-based um, science yeah. and how to distinguish what you're offering from other alternatives that are out there that may be plant-based as well. So for someone that is listening to this right now and they're starting to get excited, let's run down what are some of the innovations that have come out of this research that you that you've done? You've mentioned them already, but like if you can just make a list, like why is Clean Machine, you know, the go-to protein source? Yes. So we were the very first company in the world to bring lentine to market. Uh, I started working with them when uh, the growers when I saw the initial research come out, and that's what I do. I look at the research first and say wow, is this the best thing for the human body? Is this good for the environment? Is it good for the animals? If it checks all those boxes, let's see how we can make it available to the consumer. Um, you know, people come to me and say, oh, you're a supplement company, you're just about making money. No, I, if I were doing that, I would be doing something totally different, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> I'd be a lot wealthier right now. Um, but uh, no, what I'm looking for is the absolute best that nature has to offer and bring it to market when other companies want. So when I found Lentine, I was like, wow, this is a huge innovation, a huge step forward. First to bring it to market, we won uh, the Nexty Awards, the top supplement award in the United States for supplements, is the best supplement of the year for 2018. Um, I looked at another uh, uh, plant called Ahi Flower, 
Um, it is an amazing omega-3 producer. It's the richest source of omega-3 in the world of any land plant uh, things. And when you look, when you drill down to the science, which we may talk about later, <laughs> um, you see that it's, it's actually pro clinically proven, published human studies, four times more effective than flax, chia, or hemp at converting into EPA, which is not only for heart muscle, but EPA is used to build muscle too as well. That's a heart is a muscle, so that all makes sense. Another one I brought uh, to market um, is uh, a plant, a cactus flower. Now this cactus flower, a flower is the sexual organ of the plant, so it controls its hormones. And I said, well, does it transfer to human beings? So I looked at this research and it found, sure enough, it did. It controlled and optimized hormones in human beings better than anything on the market by up to eight to 10 times. <laughs> now what that does is allow our bodies, our bodies due to stress, bad diet, pollutants, electricity, all of it, offsets our hormones. We have plastics in our food, which are hormone disruptors. We have, it, it's all over the place. Or in my case, because I work in a cath lab, the radiation that I'm exposed to. Exactly, it's everywhere. We're bombarded with hormone disruptors and our body wants to get back in balance. But if we can use plants to help us get into balance. You know, when I hear people say, oh, I don't want to take a supplement. And I'm like, it's plant. All I did was dry it, crush it, and put it in a capsule. I mean, you take, everybody consumes dried herbs and spices and there's pasta sauce. So you'll put dried herbs and spices in your pasta and say that's food, but you won't do one that could actually save you from prostate issues? The number one fastest growing health problem in men right now? I mean, a pasta sauce isn't gonna save you from prostate issues. So let's stop with the judgment, this neg overarching negative judgment, and let's look at the actual plants. Let's look at the research and see what they're doing. And before you say, no, I don't do that because it becomes in the capsule, I'll take it out of the capsule for you and put it in your pasta sauce. Then, then there'll be food again, right? No, what's more important is, is it delivering health benefits to you that you can't get from food? Is it above and beyond in our modern lifestyle when we're being bludgeoned by these things that are way bigger than what we can, you know, correct through a, a good food. I'm not saying it. Look, I've been a raw foodist for four years. I know the health benefits of a whole food plant-based diet. But are those plants out there that can put us back into balance where food really isn't going to do as good a job? And then I say, yes, that can be an important piece to your overall health, getting us back to that place. So. This plant is just extraordinary. There's nothing like it. There's nothing that has both shown to inhibit the conversion of, of your testosterone to both estrogen and DHT by over 80%. Nothing on the market. And This is the cactus that you mentioned? The cactus flower. And we're the first and only company in the world in, in seven years that's ever produced that for uh, the mainstream. And I'm very proud of that because we're really making a difference, both in men and women's lives. So remember, when you're con you have that excess DHT, that can uh, disrupt prostate and lead to prostate issues. Uh, if you're a female, that excess estrogen can lead to excess estrogen issues, from ovarian situations to to weight gain to you know breast health issues. I can't say the C word because we're not allowed to <laughs> as a supplement company, but you can connect the dots. Um, so, you know, we're in exciting times where some of these amazing plants have healing properties 
that nobody else knows about, and they're not in our food supply. So that's why I think then they're appropriate to bring forward and a supplement to make it accessible for anyone and everyone, both male and female. So what you're providing are essential nutrients that we have that we can't get from other sources and that stigma or the misconception that it's just a supplement and you probably shouldn't take supplements is dispelled because of what you're contributing to your protein. Correct. So like that one was in our product, Cell Block 80, and it is the whole flower that we're using. Lentine is the whole plant. So we're, I'm really basing a lot of this on whole food nutrients. But even the BCAs are taken from real whole foods through a natural fermentation process. Not chemicals, not branch chains that are gotten from human hair or duck feathers or lots of the other things. You know, our branch chains cost four to ten times more expensive than other people putting out the cheap crap from China. And our products are tested for heavy metals. Uh, we're not only CGMP compliant for heavy metals, but we're Prop 65 on all of our products. So, you know, I put a lot of care into every single ingredient. It has to be natural. It has to be non-GMO. It has to be gluten-free. And it has to be vegan. And we have all of our products certified vegan. That is something that I wanted to um, talk to you or ask you about because when you are producing this type of proteins, these type of um, supplements or flowers, in, in the case like the ahi flower, did you have to be in the lab there? Everything had to go through you? You had to approve everything? Is that how it worked? Absolutely. Every single ingredient that goes into this, even the ingredients that go into our flavor systems, a lot of people want to know what's in the flavor systems. Obviously, it's trade secret. You don't want everybody copying your flavors because then you won't be have an exceptional flavor compared to everybody else. But we guarantee right up front that everything is from plants so that or minerals in the case of our mineral content. So that's it. And it's all non-GMO. It's all natural. We don't use synthetic compounds. We don't even use synthetic vitamins in any of our products. All the vitamins that you see listed on our clean green protein, that's coming right from the whole food lentine. We do not add B12. We do not add omega-3s. When you see products out there that have omega-3s on it, many of them have isolated omega-3s. That isolated oil, as soon as it touches the air, starts rancidifying. It starts oxidizing. And then it becomes pro-inflammatory instead of anti-inflammatory. Ours is in the whole plant, protected by those phytonutrients and, and antioxidants that protect it from being oxidized. So I go down, drill down to the very thing to make sure our products are promoting the best health. Are they a substitute for real food? No, never. Are they a great addition to give you even more nutrition, less inflammation, better health, better energy? Yes. And who doesn't want that? <laughs> I do. <laughs> so for people who may not be plant-based, may not be vegan, but they're on the search for that, that great protein. And, and, you know, I, there was a point in my life where I was, you know, at the gym, I was working out and, you know, protein and whey and all these different things were like big. What would you say to that person if they were to happen to see this particular clip as to why this protein, whether they decide to go plant-based or vegan, is the one that they should be using. Right, so when you look at something like whey protein or even some of the plant-based isolates, all you're looking at is protein. When you look at lentine, look at the back of the label. 50% of your omega-3s for your entire day. 60% of your iron for the entire day. 
Iron is needed to get you oxygen to your muscles. That's how you can sustain a good workout. Omega-3s help with your joints. If you're lifting and working out, you need omega-3s. Now, you could go out there and take a fiber supplement, take an omega-3 supplement, take an iron supplement, and, and do your whey protein to try to get the same effects that you're getting in a whole food state in a plant. Now, we add prohydrolase, the most effective enzyme on the market for breaking down proteins. So effective, it breaks it down up to 98%. That means you're getting more of the amino acids. You're not gonna hear this from any other supplement company, but I want you to take less of our protein. Because <laughs> you don't need to, because the protein that you're getting in 20 grams, if you're getting 98% of that, taking somebody else's protein at 20 grams and you're getting 60% of it, you're gonna have to take more just to get the same amount of essential amino acids getting into your bloodstream to make that muscle. So you can actually consume less, get more nutrition, have fiber in it that feeds your gut bacteria, that allows that to pull in more nutrients, you're just getting all of this health benefits that you don't get when you're consuming whey. And not only that, whey may contain casein. Casein has been linked to cancers, uh, you know, these, the, your lactose intolerance. There's lots of other negatives that come with it. What I want to point out, too, is one other thing. There are two essential amino acids. You know, a lot of people say, oh, plant, plant proteins are not complete proteins. <laughs> that is absolutely wrong. Every single plant protein on the planet is complete. There's actually only two uh, proteins that are, are not complete that we know of, which is uh, gelatin or collagen. Yes, that collagen that everybody's out there buying, it's missing an essential amino acid completely, tryptophan. It doesn't have an in it at all. So if you ate only collagen, you would die. And they're only found, well, not they're only found because we know there's also plant uh, collagen now, but most of the collagen that is sold on the market came from animals, from the boiling of their skin, the boiling of the hair, of the nail, pretty much anything that they can think of. That's how it, that's how it, where it came from. Based on what you're, what we were just discussing about lentine, B12 we needed for our blood, our red blood cells for the brain. There's so many functions that B12 does, but this research that you were able to do or go along with, how will that revolutionize the B12 market that we have now? Yes. So one way is that uh, obviously we can find out that we can get it from a food source instead of having to buy a uh, uh, synthesized, that is man-made in a laboratory by using bacteria in a laboratory setting and artificially feeding them and creating and extracting it. Um, that process yields, traditionally, the vast majority of B12 on the market is cyanocobalamin. Now, there is some research out there, and this is all under debate. I'm not saying this is true or this is fact. Go out there and read the research for yourself. But methylcobalamin, adenosylcobalamin, these are the bioactive forms that are found in our body naturally. This plant, this lentine, actually has all three of the major bioactive forms, not cyanocobalamin, not pseudocobalamin, which is found in seaweeds and things like that. This is actually true bioactive forms, methyl, adenosyl, and hydroxycobalamin that are found in the human body. That's what we use. So why not give the body exactly what it needs to you? How can we consume it then? You can consume it by the, the plant itself. And um, now, since we've never been looking for B12 in a plant before, <laughs> and now that we know it can, 
we're probably going to find it in more and more plants, which is we're going to find those endocysts, those, those symbiotic relationships with other plants taking that up too. So we may have been getting sources of B12 all along. I was thinking about that because I've been a vegan now. In June, it's going to be 13 years. I converted it during college. So I was thinking, I've never taken a B12 supplement, mm -hmm. and I get my blood checked every single year. Mm -hmm. um, that's because my doctor, it makes him feel better to know <laughs> that, you know, I'm still not going to die of nutrient deficiency. But um, I've always had above normal levels of B12, and I was thinking maybe it could be the milk that I'm drinking, the almond, the soy milk, or anything like that, or it could have been from all my years of eating plans since I was 21. I was just thinking about that. So how does Clean Machine sell? Will you sell it in a powder that I can put in my smoothie? Yes. Or, okay. Makes it easier to just drink it? Exactly. So you can just shake your cup uh, <laughs> and, and water if you want or put it in smoothies. That's what I do. I make uh, fruit smoothies out of it. Um, it is rich in almost every nutrient. The World Health Organization has called it the most complete food source on the planet. Um, but it's low in vitamin C. So simply add a little bit of strawberries or blueberries or something like that, and now you've got a full complement pretty much for your entire day's worth of nutrition. With some added antioxidants of the berries. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So who are the ideal um, people that would c consume Clean Machine? So everything I do, a lot of sports nutrition companies, sorry to say because I worked in the field for, for a while, are more interested in muscle at any cost. That's why you take steroids. You'll gain the muscle, but there is a cost to be paid for that. Um, a lot of the sports nutrition products don't promote health. I wanted to bring health back to fitness. And, you know, we know that other than proper sleep and, and drinking purified water and de-stressing, the two major things that influence our overall health are diet and exercise. Now, why aren't we combining those two together to give people real, true, whole health? So that's my whole focus, is how do I help people get fit, reach their fitness goals, but do it in a healthy way that actually promotes their health and longevity at the same time? You can have both. It doesn't have to be either health at, you know, fitness at health costs or health at fitness costs, you know? Um, so I, I try to bring those two things back together in, in the products that I make. But you don't have to be it. You can enjoy the health benefits from clean green protein all by itself. An ahi flower, amazing uh, anti-inflammatory effects from it. And there's published research, five published studies on it, showing it's a powerful anti-inflammatory effects, as, as effective as fish or even uh, any other, the krill, the other marine oils out there. And this is published human studies side by side. You know, it's just exciting times we're living in. But it takes the education and it takes shows like you guys to get this information out to a wider audience. So because knowledge is power. Once you know that you have control of your life, you don't have to depend on a doctor to tell you what to do. You don't have to depend on the pharmaceuticals to bail you out from your health. You don't have to depend on the insurance companies to bail you out because of the cost of the doctors and the, and the hospitals and then, of course, the funeral homes. <laughs> you know, it's, they're taking money from you out of fear-based all the way. If you don't listen to the doctor, you'll get sick. If you don't take the medication, you'll get sick. And what they're doing is telling you to keep doing what you're doing instead of looking at the cause, which is our diet and exercise. If you want real health, that's it. But the doctors don't make money on anybody that's not sick. They, they make money on you being sick. The pharmaceuticals make money on you being sick. Why not invest in people that are interested in making you healthy, not 
just keeping you sick. (laughs) Before we close out the podcast, is there anything that we, we we covered a couple of topics, but is there anything that we didn't cover that you definitely would want the public to know about, or rather our audience to know about Clean Machine and what you're creating right now? Yeah, is, is, you know, we're coming up on an election, and elections vote, and we see how our voting changes the dynamic of, of the world around us. Well, every time you make a purchasing decision, you're voting too. You're voting with your dollars. You're either supporting a company that's doing something really good or not so good, and anywhere in that spectrum. So I encourage you to look at not only the products that you're purchasing, but the companies that are doing good things for the community and support them with your dollars. Yes, it can be cheaper to buy the cheaper thing, but that product coming from China full of polluted heavy metals, are you really doing yourself good? Are you really getting what you're asking for? You know, people ask me like, oh, clean green protein is a little bit more expensive. And I said, it's on sale right now and it's basically $1.79 for a serving. For 20 grams of protein, 60% of your iron, 50% of your omega-3s, show me one piece of food out there that gives you all that for $1.79. You won't find it. <laughs> and I'm like, let's keep this in perspective. You know, let's, let's make healthy choices, support good companies doing good things. And, uh, and when you bring those into your body, you'll feel a difference. And when you feel that difference, remember to pay it forward. Share it with your friends. Encourage other people to do the same. And are there any closing questions Jeff? I'm excited. <laughs> pretty much Je- uh, Jeff's research or his tenacity to continue to research these plants are pretty much putting into context what we've been saying so far, that we can get perfect nutrition, a perfect balance in our body with plants. Now there is a plant source of B12. Now there is going to be probably another discovery that you're going to be cr- <laughs> discover soon, which is who super knows? exciting. <laughs> yeah. And that adds something wonderful for people who do not want to take something that has been grown in the lab with God knows what chemicals. And now there is a more natural plant source yes. based of B12. So thank you so much for saying yes, for wanting to share that, because when we heard about it, we're like, we need to get Jeff in here. Even before that, even but, before e- that. But, even, <laughs> but even more so now, it's like, let's share this with the world. You know, one more media outlet sharing it is not going to hurt. You right. know, we need to get as many people out there talking about what's happening. Yes. And, and that's essentially, you know, that's what we're here for. You know, our, my goal is to, you know, see a, goal, a global economy shift from yes. animal agriculture to plant-based living. And that impacts the, you know, our health the environment, the animals, and of course, it it impacts our ability to be compassionate for others and ourselves. All right, thank you so much, Jeff. And once again, can you tell us, everybody, where can they find more about Clean Machine? Yeah, so you can go to our website, find out lots of information. I encourage you to look at the research, too, as well. We have a lot of the research available on the site, so do your homework. Don't trust me. I'm not about sales at all. I'm about providing the best in plants. Uh, but you can go to cleanmachineonline.com or you can go to any of our sites on Facebook and Instagram to find out more information, uh, not only about the products, but health tips. Uh, we even have a Phytogenic Chef on our site now. So if you're interested in whole food plant-based meals, uh, you can get a meal planner. It'll give you all your macros, all your details, so you can get with your uh, 
it'll actually um, create a whole shopping list for you, and you can even submit that shopping list to the groceries and have those groceries delivered right to your door, all right on our website. So you can get your supplements, your workout, and your whole foods all in one place at cleanmachineonline.com, or read about it on Clean Machine Fit on Facebook or Instagram. And we'll have links to Clean Machine Online on our website, more information about Jeff, Hopefully, we'll get him back on to do some really cool stuff. And, you know, it's this is, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, this is a podcast that I, these are the types of podcasts that I love to do. People in South Florida doing big things, not just for our community, but for the planet. Thank you so much, Jeff. And we look forward to having you in on in the future. And we look forward to having you listen to another podcast. Go to SoFloVegans.com slash podcast for more amazing episodes. You are listening to the SoFlow Vegans Podcast. We would like to thank Jeff Palmer again for agreeing to appear on our podcast and Yellow Creative Arts and Events Center for hosting us. Be sure to visit our community page to learn all about the exciting deals we have coming from our multiple partners. We've actually teamed up with Clean Machine to offer you 20% off your purchase. So go to soflowvegans.com community for more exclusive deals. Also, stay tuned for more episodes in the weeks to come. We have podcasts with Dr. Salish Rao, Robin Cyrus for Mastering Diabetes, and a whole host of other guests lined up for the next couple of months. The best way to stay up to date is to subscribe. So go to soflowvegans.com slash podcast to see all of the available platforms and past episodes. So with that being said, see you next week for another episode of the SoFlow Vegans Podcast. You are listening to the SoFlow Vegans Podcast.